Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The match ball. Hello there and welcome to our real-time journey through the 1991-1992 season, 30 years on, game by game, on the Matchball 30. I'm Dan Moylan and I'm joined by Michael Normanton Hello. and Moscow White. Daniel Chapman. Hello. 24th of August. What a time to be alive. 24th of August, 1991. See the old uh, Soviet Union collapse last week? You watched that one on the telly? Great bunch of lads, but it seems to be all over for him, doesn't it? So, uh, yeah, it's a shame that. Boris Yeltsin or Brian Clough? Pick one. Mm, very similar in appearance. To manage Nottingham yeah. Forest. Well, yeah, fair point. Seen the charts? Still there, isn't it? it I bought it again. I, I've got it on CD now. I've decided to... CD and cassette? Yeah, I've gone, I've gone for both. Pushing the boat out. There hasn't been a new chart released since the um, Nottingham Forest midweek fixture. Just... Just looking at it the, out no, just every look, Sunday, isn't it? <laughs> just looking at the Fridays there, Moscow, when we, we oh, generally you've got the, know. You've yeah, got the pre-release. When the Fridays come out, yeah, you know what's going to be uh, what's going to be number one. That kind of spoils the excitement when you're tuning in at 10, 10 to 7 on Radio 1 on uh, Sunday it, night. You need, to be no, you need to be on the inside, though, to get this sort of information. It's not publicly disclosed. So sorry if that is, that is a spoiler for you. going to be taping the chart. And I'm going to gonna tape it on my new CD player. Oh, wow. It should be good. That, that, I think that's possible, isn't it? Enjoy that. I've not, I've not tested it yet. I'm sure it is. Two home games in a week at Ellen Road. We had uh, 29,500 just under against Nottingham Forest when we beat Brian Clough's men. And today it's Sheffield Wednesday at home and over 30,000 inside the stadium. Another packed house celebrating, I don't know, the fall of communism maybe, as well as uh, the start of the season. Well, it's the, um, it's the League Cup winners. They beat Scum, so we've got to salute them for that. And the promoted from the second division team, our local rivals if you want to call them that and they've got John Sheridan haven't they so it's the return of Shez the first time he's played against us since he um, went to Nottingham Forest where to continue a theme Brian Clough took one look at him and decided he didn't like him and played him in one League Cup match and sold him to Sheffield Wednesday after about three months Didn't want a man in there who was prone to going out on the drink did he? I can see why you've got Nigel's on the mind though you're thinking of Nigel Worthington aren't you? They're marauding uh, and brilliant fullback well, yeah, I mean, there's also the Howard Wilkinson factor here as well because he had them in the first division and he had them near the top of the first division in the mid-1980s after he got them promoted. But it was when their board, he felt, wasn't being as ambitious as the board of Leeds United, who at the time were bottom of Division 2, were going to be. And it kind of turned out that way because Leeds United won promotion, fourth in the first division, while Sheffield Wednesday without him got relegated and have now um, trying to get their way back up. But yeah, Nigel Worthington was um, one of his uh, attacking wing backs with, he used to have Mel Sterland on the other side. And Power, yeah, pace. Who else from our team? <laughs> um, there's actually not too many at the moment. Lee Chapman obviously came with him. We've got Imre Varadi still around the squad. 
Uh, Our young signings as well in the summer window. John Newsom and David Weatherall, who were, yeah, we've, we've plucked from their youth team because um, Mick Hennigan won't stop mithering their uh, their um, reserves to see who we can steal. So, I mean, having criticised John McClellan for being too old, how old is Nigel Worthington? Because at a glance, he could pass for about 50 odd, I would yeah, say. Yeah, he must time. be at this time. He yeah. must be nearing retirement. I mean, you remember back in the older days, like the 50s and stuff, players used to play on until they were like near, nearly at retirement age. So, presumably, Nigel Clough, uh, Nigel, Clough, Nigel Pearson. Uh, Worthington even is just a carryover from that era. There's too many Nigels. Too many Nigels. But then if you're talking about old players, Wednesday's bench with player manager Trevor Francis and Viv Anderson, who I think is, uh, I mean, if John McClelland is 60, Viv Anderson must be 70 if he's a day. Do you think Trevor Francis told Trevor Francis to go and warm up when Trevor Francis was ready to put Trevor Francis onto the field? Uh, just talking about the uh, the transfer window there and our spending power, as we mentioned in the season intro, over 4 million quid spent this summer and that's us just blowing that crazy YEP sponsorship money as we know we fended off interest from some big companies like Beecham's American Airlines settled on the bloody YEP because local matters to us and we are absolutely coining it in from them Trevor Francis being sponsored by Beecham's <laughs> could be an option as all I'm saying it'd be a good creative tie-in personal he... uh, deal exactly yeah. he, could, he could appear all, all crisp sounding like um <laughs> Sounding like Brian Moore on, on his commentary instead. <laughs> well, but, at the moment, they've got nobody. Now, nah, look at them. Pathetic, aren't they? It is weird how... Nobody wants to put money into Sheffield. You um, you feel like a, a shirt needs a sponsor. It's only about 10 years since it started putting sponsors on at all. But now, when you see one without... Especially because in this match, uh, Chris Woods was wearing the same goalkeeper shirt as John Lukic. Whereas John Lukic is it's finished off magnificently. The, uh, the diamonds on the Umbro top finish just above where the Yorkshire Evening Post sponsors logo is. And then Chris Woods, the diamonds finish. And then there's just a big expanse of stomach. I mean, I say nobody puts any money into Sheffield. Of course, Sheffield Arena opened. Queen opened it. See her, Liz, trotting around, cutting the ribbon, opened Sheffield Arena just, well, it was about three months ago. So that's uh, that's fancy, isn't it, for them? Is this all to do with the Student Olympics? Probably. I don't know. that They won't end up with any white elephant stadia there, will they, or anything? They'll, they'll be pumping money into that city. Well, well, we'll get an arena soon anyway, won't we? They're gonna, I think they're going to build it like on the old, um, on the low fields, aren't they? That's all going to change at some point, probably. As long as we don't use any Sheffield steel. Uh, don't need to keep be uh, supporting those industries. Right, back to the football then, and the lineups: Leeds United with Lukic in goal, McClelland, Dorigo, Batty, Fairclough, White, Strachan, Rod Wallace, Lee Chapman, Gary McAllister and Gary Speed with Mel Sterland on the bench, not quite there yet. McClellan keeping him out of the side with his uh, <laughs> incisive running up that right-hand wing. And Steve Hodge on the bench too. I don't know what, what else uh, McClellan is bringing. He's certainly not bombing down the wings the way... Uh, <laughs> McClellan and Strachan down the right. The way with Worthington attacking at them. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to rely on Gordon Strachan to do even more work. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, Chris Woods in goal with Roland Nielsen, Phil King... Nigel Pearson, Seems Nig- a nice lad. Nigel Worthington, Nigel Wilson, Nigel Palmer, Nigel Warhurst. Sorry, uh, it's Nigel Pearson, Nigel Worthington, Danny Wilson, Carlton Palmer, uh, Paul Warhurst, John Sheridan, Paul Williams, and David Hurst completing the lineup with you. Yeah, Viv Anderson and Trevor Francis on the bench, managed by Trevor Francis. Good touch for a big man, that Carlton. Don't know if you've seen him play. Moscow, any thoughts on him? He's got a dreadful touch for a big man. He's an awful player. Um, David Hurst is good, though. He's, um, it's surprising we've not really been there. There's been links like talks of him being sold by Sheffield Wednesday fairly constantly. Never seems to be linked with the move to us. So. David Hurst very quick. 
a very quick man, as you can see in this game. Lightning pace, just like Lee Chapman. So two number nines, just duking it out. Well, if we stick Chris Fairclough on him, he's got a bit of a, a turn of pace. And this Tony Dorigo player is supposedly fast, although whether this is a game that you'd bring Mike Whitlow in to Manmark, for example, I don't know. But a um, bit of a risk to uh, to go with McClelland against pace. I was always terrified of pace around this era. You saw what like, you know, Ian Wright did to us for Crystal Palace last season that ended up you know, pipping us to, uh, to third place. And David Hurst, I think, falls into that same bracket, just strikers who can really, really move and score goals as well. I mean, it was easier to defend against them um, at this time because you could just kick them really hard quite early on and it was more or less allowed, which was, which was beneficial for a defender. But even so, yeah, it is boring. And the offside trap was our other tactic was played a very high line but when you've got a player like John Sheridan expecting those um, three balls to go through but um, Strachan before the match was saying that it, uh, um, I think John Sheridan's friend David Batty will be keen to prevent him from having a good game which um, is kind of how it turned out a bit, it was all quite hyped up with um, Shez coming back the absolute fan favourite um, He was nice about the fans though wasn't he? Well him and the fans always got along and I think there was Because they used to go out drinking together <laughs> It was one of the things about um, the start of the Wilkinson era when we sold John Sheridan and signed Vinnie Jones of what the hell was going on. But it, it soon, uh, Vinnie soon filled that hole. But it's nice to um, have him back. Yeah. It was all about setting standards, that wasn't it, in the club and uh, having basically Strack there to set the tone and Vinnie as his, his foil, his enforcer, to make sure that people weren't going out on the piss on Friday night, for example, ahead of a game on Saturday. It was also that. The pitches in the second division were absolutely chronic, particularly the one at Elland Road. So you had a player like John Sheridan who who can he's like a, his passing is like carpet balls. It's beautiful, but you're putting him on a, a field that um Hunslet Rugby League are ploughing up every well, other we, we saw weekend. The, we saw the trench last year, didn't we? In um in the middle of the pitch, just that big line of brown from the centre circle over towards the edge of the area. And, so, and not to mention the Happy Mondays concert. So it made um it made sense at the time to, when we were in Division 2, we just basically played long ball and bypass midfield, got promotion, put a new pitch down that worked as well as it, it did and got McAllister in. But it was kind of for that one year that we there was no real room for a, a, a ball playing. Midfielder put Strachan wide right where there was actually some grass and try and get the ball to him and, and play from the wings. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Shez did say in the run-up to this when he was being nice about us, he said, I'll feel nervous until we kick off, but nerves will be no problem. But he was kept pretty quiet in this game. It was Paul Warhurst we should have been worrying about, wasn't it? Warhurst, who knows where that man plays. Is it centre half? Is it centre forward? Can you trust him? He's like um, he's like John Charles, basically, isn't he? Paul Warhurst. He does look like a world beater on this run. But for their opening goal, he just absolutely charges through the centre of our midfield and plays it through to David Hurst, who scores, which is somewhat annoying. Yeah, threatening. Forty-five minutes on the clock, which is just when you don't want to uh, concede a goal near mm-hmm. half time. Hurst still had quite a lot to do, didn't he? You got away from Chris White, then around Fairclough, and shot from quite a long way out as well. You. It, we've got the two two kind of England goalkeepers at either end here. John Lukic is obviously much, much better than Chris Woods, but you'd um, you'd maybe want him to have, have stopped this one. But Chris Woods has also already stopped the Gary Speed effort from close range, although he kind of fluffed it. It was a very much like the, the Forest goal and very much like every goal we ever scored. It was a Chapman flick on and Speed got on it, but fast reaction from Chris Woods. And then... A long-range volley from McAllister. Chris Woods tips that over. He wants to stop that. He's annoying me now. Yeah, it's a bit annoying. Sheridan does have a little uh, little involvement in the game, setting up Hurst. A languid pass, is that the right words to describe it? I mean, he should probably have scored this. He had a few chances in the game, didn't he? So we got a bit lucky in this game, is, is the, the gist of it. Mm. But thankfully, our investment has paid off. I said last, year, last week it was a complete waste of money. <laughs> Turns out it wasn't. Well, that was David Hurst hitting the post was the outcome of that yeah. one and we're getting towards the year so it was nearly 2-0 to finish us off and the crowd's getting a little bit anxious but yeah another um just keep aiming high balls to Chapman get players around him and a new player around him and see what happens and it's actually Strachan who's the, towering, the, new, the towering, new target man towering header in this one no one saw that coming did they he didn't get the first header did he but he was involved in it with the header and to be fair to the, the, the little guy he does leap very well doesn't he like a salmon there probably comes off worst out of the the clash in this build-up, but um, it goes to the right area and ends up breaking to us on the left-hand side and and one all Steve Hodge off the subs bench um, because we had Stillman and Hodge on by this point who replaced McClellan and Speed and we went forward and it was uh, it was a nice moment. 87 minutes on the clock, one all. Up yours, Trevor Francis. How would he react if you said that to him? Oh no, I can't believe he's got to go last minute for a win. He's gone Brian Hodgson. I'm not sure why that's happened. It was a good finish and like late arriving um, into the box is kind of Steve Hodge's trademark. He's always been seen as a, a midfield player who can run past and ahead of the strikers and get a goal, which we were so reliant on Lee Chapman for goals last season. It's a good sign if a if the midfielders McAllister on Tuesday night, Hodge on Saturday afternoon, coming on for Speed is quite an interesting angle because Speed He's did have le- that. He's a lefty, uh, isn't he? They're both lefties. Yeah, and Speed had that the big chance to put us in the lead after half an hour and didn't really make a good connection onto a, a Chapman flick on. And then here's a another flick on from Chapman and then Strachan heading it in. 
you'd kind of be hoping Speed would finish like this, but if he's off the pitch, Hodge is on, maybe he should be starting. I mean, we've paid a lot of money for Hodge. It's, it's getting into the nice problem to have territory, is this one. Um, and and the, the finish is very reminiscent, actually, of what you would expect from Gary Speed, that late arrival, that uh, foot through the ball. Maybe there is a slight deflection on this off, uh, off Roland Nielsen, but there's enough power on it to carry it in past the It's what ones. you would expect from Speed, but it's what we've rarely got. There was, I think it was a good goal against Norwich last season, but didn't happen often enough. And then here's Hodge in basically his first appearance, straight off the bench, scoring a goal. So putting, uh, I suppose, competition for places is a, a good thing wherever it's coming from. But I don't think we paid three quarters of a million pounds for Hodge just to sit on the bench. So pressure on speed, see whether he, because uh, we'll go to Southampton Next, we've got the old very, uh, Rod Wallace uh, shield. Mm, well, we, and Ray, the Rod and Ray shield. We've got a very quick turnaround, so I don't know if there'll be a, a change coming. It was quite a, an exasperated sense in, in the crowd, and I think we really needed that that late goal. It's it shifted the mood somewhat because there was that antsy feeling when Hurst hit the post. There was kind of a, a come on, lads, a pick it up kind of roar from the cop that suggested that we weren't satisfied. Well, we can't be losing to a team that's just been promoted and with no sponsor, and with no sponsor, and with. Nigel Worthington and Carlton Palmer. I will grant you John Sheridan are good players and David Hurst is a very good striker and Chris Woods is a good goalkeeper. But around them, like the differences in, in quality between their best and worst players is quite uh, stark. And you you wouldn't be expecting Wednesday straight out of Division 2. They shouldn't be doing anything this season. They're not as good as we were last year. So, yeah, it should have been a win this. We'll take a a point, and I don't know, but maybe Wilkinson will still be looking at that missed Crystal Palace game and, and cursing our lack of momentum. Although it's been a bit of a weird start to the season for like, for Arsenal, who are the champions, losing to, to Villa 3-1. They haven't won a game yet, Arsenal, and they were basically impenetrable last year. They were so tight um, in defence and yet shipping three at Villa and just looking down the other scores, Everton, Man United, nil-nil, uh, Luton and Liverpool, nil-nil. Man City with another win against Crystal Palace, 3-2. Notts County, nil. Nottingham Forest, four. Ref to blame in that one, I heard. You reckon? That's, that's what their manager said. But yeah. That's uh, the bragging rights for, for Notts. Uh, Brian Clough going around all the managers that he's called Big Ed up against Neil Warnock in that one. Oldham, 2-2 against Norwich. QPR, one all against Coventry. Midlands derby? <laughs> if you like. <laughs> a joke from last time Sheffield United nil Southampton 2 with Chelsea winning 3-1 in the London derby against Spurs and Wimbledon 2 West Ham nil. so we are still a game behind everyone else and yet we're still holding our own in the table four points have been chalked up but Man City three out of three at the top with nine points running away with it by the looks of things we're above Liverpool and a long way above Arsenal we've got one three games one point Minus four goal difference. I don't know if that means they've gone in Crystal Palace as well, who uh, they've, because of their stadium nonsense, they played one game and lost it. Are they just not going to play any home games this year? It seems like that might be their, their just, tactic. Just playing back to back over the course of a week or something at the end of the season. <laughs> and just a reminder, we have 22 teams in the division at the minute as we get pre-Premier League. So uh, there's a little bit more space between top and bottom, but we're somewhere nicely in the mix there, upper mid-table, and with that game in hand would take us right up there into the mix. So we will uh, we'll reconvene. Should we go to the Dell and its chocolate box stands? Always an interesting ground, isn't it, that one? You don't get enough slanty stands anymore, do you? Not anymore, but we will enjoy these as uh, as Rod and Ray. Will, will Danny Wallace turn up just to complete the set? <laughs> Depends whether the scum are playing. 
and we'll catch you next time. The Match Ball. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.